Grand Rising, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Jessica Neufeld and this is the official Egolution podcast, episode two. It's an absolute honour that for this second episode um, I am welcoming Lob Sandiago onto the show. Um, Lob Sang is a, a monk from Tibet who lives in south, the south of India um, and we met several years ago in Dharamsala um, when I was in India myself. Um, I'd gone to uh, this part of India to retreat uh, and go into silence for 10 days, not at any uh, particular uh, vipassana or retreat centre, just to honour silence. Um and it was during these days that I had the honour of meeting Lobsang. Uh, Lobsang had come with many other Tibetan refugees to Dharamsala to study English um, in, at his university. Um, so he taught me when I when we first met. Um, many many monks um, have gone there to study and to devote their life to Buddhism uh, and clearing the mind and meditation. Um, and English is a tool for them to share. It's a tool for them to share um, all the work, all the energy that they put in with the rest of the world. Um, one of my days of silence, um, you know, I hadn't, gone into a retreat center for a reason I was in India for a certain amount of time and I still wanted to see the mountains I still wanted to explore and experience and immerse myself in the culture even if I didn't want to um, necessarily speak to other tourists or um, just get involved in conversation and I wanted to ensure that I could really um, spend several hours in yoga and meditation um, but it was on one of my days uh, walking that I sat in a tea shop and uh, I met Lobsang and um, he explained to me that he was learning English and um, I don't know if any of you know but actually my at the beginning of my my travels uh, back in 2010, I did start off as an English teacher. Um, so I said, well, you know, if I'd rather talk, if it means that I can help someone uh, learn. And in return, he taught me um, and spoke to me about the philosophy of Buddhism, which I've always been so uh, fascinated about. At the time, he told me it'd been almost 20 years that he'd been studying his master's at the Dalai Lama University in the south of India. It's now been 23 years, he's um, recently told me. And um, yeah, um, I know that Lobsang is uh, here on the other end of the call. Um, you know, really interested to speak to you, uh, whoever's listening, about happiness. So, Lobsang, what is happiness to you? I think that about in happiness, it's always uh, thinking uh, in the minds. Uh, we we won't get happiness about in the things. 
if we get things more, then we, we will get happiness, we think always. But I think that, uh, but I think that this is not uh, enough all peoples, not enough, this is only. I think that we must to try to incite happiness. So you mean, Lobsang, that um, sometimes we are searching for more happiness, more joy um, through outer things, through accumulating objects. Um, but I think what you're trying to explain is that the more we do that, um, the more detached we become from our inner world. And as a consequence, the further away we find ourselves from lasting happiness. Ah, good. Uh, for example, I think that if we are hungry, then uh, if we get good food, then we are happiness. But it is not true happiness. Uh, we need happiness inside, inside, about in the mind. Mind is very deep. Yes, exactly. Things like food that you're describing or material objects, they are temporary. They pass away. Um, just like anything that we desire, um, they are on the surface. And once you know we experience them, they are gone. They just become a memory. And then um, so often we are just looking for and striving for more uh, and the happiness is is gone um, and we've that that is where the suffering begins um, so what do you recommend to go deeper how can we do happiness uh, we don't think attachment any more we must think in true and uh, we must do practice, practice about the meditation. We must do relax to relaxed to mind. We must do that because uh, many people want to walk and thinking more. Then mind is tired. Then we will get uh, unhappy. Right, so from what you've described, a tired mind is an unhappy mind. If we don't rest our mind, if we don't learn how to relax our mind, then suffering comes. So um, we must meditate, we must learn how to meditate. Um, so what is an example of meditation uh, that you can share with the listeners, please? So first we do uh little meditation in the mind. Meditation is not only religion. Not only religion, because we want to good health, then we do meditation. Meditation is, uh, meditation is many different so many different meditation. 
one meditation, we study more and study. This is our meditation because we, uh, our mind is keep to in the study. So we mind keep uh, about study, then that name is meditation. That's amazing. So study is a powerful form of meditation. I think that's really helpful for Western people to know because there is for sure a certain perspective of what meditation is. Um, I think a lot of people, and I know from experience with my students and from myself before I started going deeper into Buddhist uh, and yogic philosophies that meditation is literally sitting in stillness and thinking of nothing um, which I'm sure many of you listening will know that is difficult that's a big challenge so to know that study is a form of meditation is uh, yeah is really encouraging if we find something and we focus on it and we spend a certain amount of hours just focusing our energy on it um, then it can be really healing. Um, I remember actually when we met uh, Lobsang, you um, showed me some of the pictures of the sun mandalas that you and uh, and other monks had created for uh, as an offerings for the Dalai Lama. Um, do you think you could tell us a little bit about uh, what the mandalas are? Uh, Mandela is uh, actually big meditation. So big meditation of in the Mandela. You know, you know, in uh, Tibetan Buddhism, uh, meditation about in uh, Mandela, it is it's very, very uh, big med- meditations. I remember when we met, you told me that. Um, you and a group of other monks had spent uh, like 20 days creating this uh, San Mandala. Um, And I was so fascinated seeing the pictures and videos that you showed me. Um, For those of you listening, they literally were creating this huge mandala, grain by sand, by grain by sand. And the, the sand is in different colors. And the mandalas were like, with so much detail, it was absolutely incredible. Um, and at the end of the 20 days, they they showed the, the art to the Dalai Lama. And uh, once he'd seen it, they would brush it away. Uh, so by brushing it away, it re- removed any attachment to the work. And the work was literally done as a form of meditation and of course um, one of the deepest purposes of meditation is to um, strengthen non-attachment. Lobsang, as a uh, monk who has studied Buddhism for so many years, um, what else do you think is important for uh, anyone who's listening uh, to help strengthen the mind and bring us closer to happiness and inner peace if if you if we do good then we will get happiness not others get myself so we uh, we must do 
good way, good walk, good mind. It is very important for human human's life. Uh, this thinking, this habit is we cannot buy any anywhere. Only in the minds, have minds. We do practice. Uh, then, then we do practice more and open the minds. Then we will get happiness because humans life. So what is important is that we nurture the mind, we meditate on the mind, we clear the mind and put the work in to do that. And meanwhile, we stay true, we stay compassionate, we stay authentic, um, we look after others, we take care of all beings. Um, and that's so beautiful and a really important message. And although it seems simple, uh, it's something that we need reminding of. Um, I think in the West, we overcomplicate things. Yes, in physical uh, physicalities, we are always looking for more, more clothes, more shoes, more cars, more houses, more holidays. Um, but also in trying to find ways for healing. You know, Lobsang um, was, well, like, has been one of the wisest people I've ever met. Um, and even if um, there may have been a language barrier at moments, what I learned from him was simplicity and how simple it is to be compassionate, how simple it is to live a life that is true, how simple it is to clear the mind uh, and that's not in any sort of diminishing way um, in in my experience and many other people's experiences of Tantra it's a lot you know but in through the simplicity of creating space in the mind that is where the real magic happens and is experienced Lobsang, thank you so much from the depth of my heart and my mind um, for uh, offering to be here and sharing your wisdom with uh, the Eagolution listeners. Um, I know that you've expressed that you would love to come on the show more often. Um, and um, yeah, in our... Um, preparation call um for this interview um lobsang has um put forward uh, a number of topics that he would like to share um over the next few weeks and months so please stay tuned for that um but at least for now lobsang thank you um i really am looking forward to what you bring forward to the eagolution podcast okay thank you Thank you so much. Yeah. Okay. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you for listening. Please do follow, um, turn on your notifications. Uh, next week, I'm going to be sharing some yogic tools um, for meditation. Um, yeah. Have a beautiful week, everyone. Know thy ego. Know thyself. Ego-lution.